Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Bob Ryan, Justin Tinsley, Sarah Spain, Woody Page. Yes. Yes, yes. Woody. Josh Allen to Gabriel Davis. What made this cool is how Allen rolls. What makes this great is how Davis readjusted his route. What makes this amazing is the dots don't even stay on the field of play. Let's go. <laughs> oh, shout out to Tecmo Bowl. Well, it's Animal next Jack. gen, Justin, but first gen was, was Tecmo Bowl. You're right about that. <laughs> Maybe electronic football. Who knows? <laughs> Mac Jones, give him credit. Usually lip readers have to work a little bit. His enunciation is supreme. <laughs> we have to believe it out because he was that direct. Patriots, somnambulistic. Bills move forward with a win thanks to the dots. Bill Belichick, let's start here. No answer for Bill Belichick again against these Bills. They run him off the field the last three meetings at least. Uh, he kicked a field goal there. He didn't use his timeouts. No hoodie. He's wearing a jacket. They're now a game and a half out of the playoffs. Bob Bryan, I turn to you in Boston. Is it fair to wonder how Belichick's coaching this season? Here's the deal. Uh, we're repeating some history here. Once upon a time, there was a coach who uh, was having a difficulty coaching the players at his disposal. And the problem was he was the same general manager who gave the coach those players. His name was Rick Pitino. Mm -hmm. Now, this year we have a coach who's having difficulty coaching the players at his disposal, getting the best out of them, especially on the offensive end, actually having them do things like get first downs and score points and actually have a drive every once in a while. And that coach is Bill Belichick. But who gave him those players? Bill Belichick. This is an all-encompassing problem that they have this year, and it all lays at the feet of the master. Mm -hmm. And you find yourself not just wondering then, asking, has Belichick reached a point in his career where it's – it's more challenging to get the result he wants. Let me say it like that. Well, yes, of course. I mean, but this is the team. The personnel is not good. You know, vis-a-vis -vis Buffalo, there was a, you know, they saw how far behind Buffalo they were last year with the last two games in which they failed to force Buffalo into a punt. Now, they did finally get to do that yesterday. It took quite a while, but it actually yes, happened. Yes, But the fact is they, they didn't come close to getting closing that Directly. gap. And, that, and then it's let his me ask, Bob, are you wondering if the game – has passed by Bill Belichick. I wouldn't go. That's a dangerous thing. He, he just he didn't. He had bad bad <laughs> years. Justin Tinsley, how about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're focusing on New England because I don't think we learned about. I don't think we learned anything new about Buffalo last night. So the attention should be on New England, and in particular, Bill Belichick, who said the buck stops with him on offense, and he's right. And unfortunately, that defense can't stay off the field because the offense can't stay on. Here, here's these stats: since Tom Brady left New England, the Patriots and Bill Belichick are 23 and 23, and of those 46 games, only seven of them have had a 300-yard passer. So this falls on Belichick. He calls the plays. He, he, he picks the coaches. So, yes, I understand Mac Jones' frustration. I don't think he's a world beater. But last night, 
uh, was his eighth straight game of one or fewer touchdown passes. He's trying to open up an offense that really hasn't been open in almost four years. Sarah Spain, your view of the Patriots and Belichick specifically. Yeah, I'll start by saying he's allowed to not be in the playoffs and winning it all every year. So this isn't me saying that I think he's fallen off and can't regain the success he had in the past. But I think it's almost an indictment on our business that we like to embrace debate at certain moments. And sometimes those moments are not the ones where we have the information to to actually have those conversations. The day after the draft, let's grade people. Well, they haven't played yet. The first year of Belichick (laughs) without Brady, we kept yelling about how we were going to find out everything we needed to know about whether Belichick or Brady was the secret to success it was too early to discover and we might be seeing a little more of that now two years in without Brady is he still the magician we expect him to be is he infallible in choosing to not have offensive coordinators or put defensive guys in those positions maybe not so much as we thought he was when they were winning every time with Brady it's going to take another couple years to see how much of it was Tom but we can start having that debate with a lot more data behind it now and next year and Woody Page it's okay to question Belichick where he is at this point in his career. Vince Lombardi left the Green Bay Packers, went to Washington. He was never quite the same coach and didn't coach very long in Washington after an incredible career. We considered him the best coach of all time until Belichick. Here's what I look at. Josh McDaniels is a terrible head coach, but he was a great offensive coordinator, and so he lost him. Now he's got two guys calling plays that were head coaches on defense or special teams, and now he's got his son calling the defense. He's, he's dictated a lot of uh, authority to other guys. He wasn't Justin calling the plays last night. He looked like he was kind of bored on the sidelines like the rest of us were. When he kicked that field goal, I said, you've given up. You've given up. You didn't want to play anymore. All right, so your takeaway from last night was boring game. All right, uh, Woody, I I, I always love your honesty. There you go, Woody Page. We'll move on. NCAA Conference Championship weekend. Oh, yeah. Will it be the favorites or might there be chaos? And what would the committee do with chaos? Georgia LSU, Michigan Purdue, TCU Kansas State, USC Utah. Woody, how wild can this get? It's going to be very chaotic in my mind because you've got a situation where four of the teams have already played against each other. I mean, USC and Utah gave us one of the greatest games of the entire season. TCU and Kansas State, that was down to the final moments of that game also. So you got to concentrate on those two because they're going to mean a lot to what is in the playoff system. The other two, Michigan's going to run away from Purdue. Uh, I think LSU has an opportunity to at least challenge Georgia because Georgia's struggled lately. But I think they're going to be exciting games, all four of them, because Purdue, even a large underdog, has played well when they played as a large underdog. So I think it's going to be chaotic. I think we're all going to love it, and we're hoping that this settles everything. All right, well, you're just predicting excitement and chaos. Let's go further here. What would you like? Well, I think you agree Georgia with a loss still gets in because they're undefeated and one loss Georgia. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC. talk to me. So you you are picking then the teams that are already in position. So as much chaos as the games may play, you're not picking chaos with the committee, Woody. Sarah Spain, you can address either side of it, the games, or what happens with a result going either way. 
Well, you told Woody just a moment ago you liked his honesty. So even though equivocating doesn't usually sell here, I'm going to be honest with you and tell you <laughs> that not only do I agree with Woody, that two of the games are kind of, I think they're going to go the way they're expected and be pretty easy. I agree with Woody. Game, but the TCU and Kansas State and the Utah-USC, those are going to be coin flips. Mm -hmm. I mean, if Kincaid isn't fully healthy for Utah, I think that makes a big difference. He's been such a huge part of their offense. But to me, there's a story there for USC. This is the team that has beaten us in the past and could stand in the way of all of these things that we want. So not only do we get to, you know, make up for that loss, but we get to finally put the nail in the coffin for our season and for what we need to prove to everyone. So I think that that one will go the way of USC. Sure, the motivation is there. The motivation is there for everybody. But Justin Tinsley, let's walk through some of the scenarios here. What happens if Kansas State beats TCU? What happens if Utah beats USC? I'm so glad you asked me that question, Tony. I do think <laughs> USC is going to beat Utah and they'll stay in the college football playoff. But I want to focus on Kansas State TCU. If Deuce Vaughn and his 3,500 uh, scrimmage yards yard can keep that TCU offense off the field, they have a really good chance to beat them again. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that's going to happen, Tony. But if Kansas State can beat TCU, my name is not Charles Barkley, but I am going to make a guarantee. Alabama will be in the college football playoff. Oh, Ohio State? That's how big they that game is. I think Alabama still has a chance. Okay. so But they would have to jump Ohio State as well, a one-loss Ohio they, State. They deserve to jump Ohio State. Whoa, Alabama's we, two right, losses we got a lot are far. Okay, okay, thank you. Thank you very much. And, and Vaughn, by the way, 3,500 total yards over two years. If we did it over one year, we'd be really tough. Yeah. Bob Wright, on everything Justin just gave us and all the possibilities this weekend. <laughs> Well, all the possibilities. I'm with the group that it's two and two. Michigan's not going to lose, and Georgia's not going to lose. I'd be surprised in either mm -hmm. case. I'm very. I was intrigued from the beginning about the the Kansas State uh, TCU game because of the way that first game went and the way Howard came off the bench after Martinez got hurt right away. They got up to 18 point lead and they couldn't yeah. hold it. And done, that's going to be lingering in their minds. And whether they're going to be saying, "Hey, we should have had them," or TCU's going to get smug, I don't know. I don't know about that either. But. Uh, I, I think let me get to the big the, the conclusion that you just had with, with Justin Tinsley. Mm -hmm. What we yeah. don't know in, this, in case that TCU loses and things start to get goofy is this. To what extent does the stench of the second half of the Ohio State game still linger in the nostrils <laughs> of the committee? Are, are they going to take that into consideration as, as the determining as, so as the So are you with Tinsley then? And we don't know. You don't. We don't know, of course. But just. Have some fun. Humor us. Do you think that Alabama could jump in here with just one loss to one of the top Yes. Boards? Tinsley says yes. Spain, you say no. 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 Woody, would you care to join the conversation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tennessee has a better chance of jumping Alabama no, no, than Alabama. The committee already showed us that. I understand where Tinsley's coming from. It's almost like this, 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 this villain in a movie, right? Alabama's always lurking behind. They're ready to jump. It'd be a shocker if a two-loss team gets in over a one-loss team. One more story here. It's the biggest game of the weekend. USA-Netherlands. Christian Pulisic, all signs pointing that he will play. Josh Sargent, Greg Berhalter said today he was not as hopeful, so there might have to be a change to the 11. Where are the goals going to come from? Can the defense stay as stout versus a Dutch team ranked eighth in the world? Sarah Spain, what needs to happen for the U.S. to advance in the World Cup this weekend? 
Defense needs to be as spectacular as it has been. No open field goals throughout that pool stage. And they need to attack. What we've seen in the pool stage is that sometimes they were able to sit back and protect a lead. Obviously, in a knockout game, you're not going to do that. So they need to be fresh in the second half, and they need to make substitutions immediately if it looks like guys are dragging because that's when they lose the edge in the second half is on fatigue. I think Gio Reyna could be a really important sub and could attack in the second half. So you're also putting the Gio Reyna story has been fascinating. And why isn't he playing? But you think maybe with Sargent already questionable, maybe Reyna yeah. takes that start? Maybe There's takes depth that spot? at those positions yeah. that he plays, so I kind of understand it, but I think that the attack that he can give them will be really key in a game that they might need to score multiple goals. Justin Tinsley. Yeah, this all boils down, can the offense play a, com- a full, complete game? Defensively, they're there. But the U.S., they're one of four teams to, to not have a goal in the second half. So they have to score, and they can't be so overly dependent on that great defense because they're not going to bail Bob them out Ryan, every time. So what they would have the U.S. Score. need to do to get this win? Just do what they're doing because the fact is that they're not playing the, uh, the uh, team from the Netherlands of 20 years mm-hmm, ago mm-hmm. or even eight years ago. They're playing the team in 2022 who are not the same as those other teams. Anybody in the international world would tell you that. Maybe, maybe number eight in the world, but the USA is not far behind them anymore in real life. So they can t- play their game, they can and win. Woody it. Page. They've got to put together two halves, but I think the most important aspect of this game are going to be the goalkeepers. And Matt Turner who really hasn't been on this stage until this past Mm -hmm. three games, he has got to come up big and and absolutely shut out in order for the United States to... Been a good recipe for... All right, well, let's make the picks here. I know... I know where your heart may be, but but you're a reasonable journalist. Woody Page, who you got in this game? I'm giving the United States not only a puncher's chance, but a victory. Woody's got the USA. Sarah Spain? USA, Tinsley. USA, yeah, yeah. USA. Bob Ryan, please. Okay, I, I, the, the, the Jingo Jacks of Around the Horn. There That's we go. Right. Buy or sell on the other side. What's wrong with that? Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. I understand that you guys have, uh, you know, a lot of questions, um, but with my legal team and my clinical team, um, there's only 
football questions that I can really address at this time. Deshaun Watson's return to the field this week and for Sunday's game, 700 days since his last game. We know why he was away. More than two dozen allegations of sexual assault, suspension for the last 11 games, and we know why he's back. The guaranteed contract during that time from the Cleveland Browns. Woody, what do you expect from Watson after two years away Sunday? I think he's going to have a good game, specifically because he's returning to Houston where he's been successful in 2020. He led the league in passing. He's going against the worst team in the National Football League. I think we'll see a concentration of Chubb running and there being rollouts from under center and some RPOs. Uh, he'll have a good game, not a great Sarah game. Spain. Yeah, I think he'll be rusty, and it'll be useful that they're playing the Texans. It's also useful that the offense of the Browns fits into his skill set. A lot of runs, a lot of RPOs, play action. He can take those deep shots if he feels comfortable with his receivers at this point. That rust probably won't matter because it's the Texans, but it'll be there. I also just want to point out to the clip that you played, if they think they can go all season long without taking accountability for their decision in signing him, and that means him, the coaches, the teammates, the front office, by saying football questions only, that's ridiculous, laughable, and clownish behavior. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, Sarah Spain. Justin Sinsley. Yeah, at some point, Deshaun Watson is going to have to talk about this. You can't say no comment for the rest of your life. But on the field, I don't expect him to look decent at all. He's 700 days away from the game, as you said. But they're going to lean on Chubb. The Texans, they aren't good. But reality is coming. They got Cincinnati next week, so that'll be a real test for them. Mm-hmm. And Bob Ryan. It's probably unwise to bet against the uh, obviously superior athlete. We know how good he can be and has been. But I can't see him being that great in his first game back, even against a terrible opponent like this. I think he'll show flashes, and when it's all over, you'll say, yeah, we can see what, what might be, you know, it might turn out. But he'll probably get a C-plus at the end. Sarah, talk to me through what you would like to maybe be asked of Watson in either anticipation of this game or after the game. I think in all of these cases, our focus ends up being on punishment for PR's sake. We want to see someone punished for what they did instead of transparency and authenticity and why we're meant to believe that anything has changed so that when we move forward, we can feel like that's a different person there for everybody that has to work for them and all the fans that are then required to cheer for them. We skip that part all the time and just want to get to the end and say everything's better. There's no proof of that, so you need to speak to it if you want us to believe that. We move on. Dolphins at 49ers. Before last night's Bills win, this was a matchup of first-place teams. And the history here, Mike McDaniel's old team, and he and Shanahan tied at the hip for 14 seasons before this one. And the team's built on the same system. Miami, a very yak-oriented team, you know. Speed, I should say. And San Francisco's the yak-oriented team. Sarah, who's the better team and how much is on the line? Yeah, this is a tough one. You got speed versus strength. You got, a, a, like you said, what's on the line? Well, bragging rights beyond the fact that these are two playoff bound teams. I think I'm giving the 49ers the tiniest edge here, but at any moment, those Dolphins guys, the speed on the outside can crush you for big plays. So uh, I'm going to mentor over mentee, but this will be a fun one. All right, so you like San Francisco, maybe just more physicality versus yeah. Miami speed. Tinsley, who do you like in this matchup? What decides it? 
Yeah, if I got a pick, I'm going San Francisco by a hair, but this is irresistible force, immovable object. Miami is the best team in the league at pa passing in the middle of the field. San Francisco is the best at defending mm. it. San Francisco hasn't given up a point in the second half in four straight games. Two has four straight games of an 80, 80 QBR. That's the longest in the NFL since 2020. This is the game of the week. Bob Ryan. I think. I have already booked a seat on the 49ers bandwagon. Uh, I, I think that uh, the addition of McCaffrey makes them uh, a very logical team to get to the Super Bowl. And, and, uh, and they're home. And, and now if the game were in Miami, uh, I wouldn't feel so confident. But I, I like the way they're going. Page. Bob, don't pull a hammy, jump in under that bandwagon. I'm going with the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> I think the student beats the mentor. But you've got to know this. They both went to high school about 20 miles away from each other and grew up at the same time. They know the same stuff. Miami is a better football team overall than San Francisco. Mm. It, okay. Tinsley, you, you said the game of the week. You know, Kansas City, Cincinnati rematch the NFC title. Yeah, that's what I said. I think it's tough, man. Those are two really Wait, good are you games. flipping right now? Are you flipping no, on what you just said? No, no, because I don't, hell, I don't know, Tony. He doesn't know. Oh, oh, what are you oh, doing, Tinsley? Oh. He baited yeah. you into that. <laughs> oh, that was, that was low, Tony. Spain Ryan, cool. showdown next. Oh, we're all looking forward to Cowboys Colts most. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It's time for our leaders to step up and be more vocal, both on the field and at practice. So, I mean, what is Todd Bowles saying here? And is he calling out Tom Brady? Welcome to Showdown, Sarah Spain, Bob Ryan. Sarah. What did Bowles just say? Probably calling out all the leaders. The only way for us to know if he's calling out Tom is if he's ever won player of the week for the Bucks. I think that's when we find out that things have gone awry for Tom and his coach. Mm. Bob Ryan? I don't want to hear it from a guy that doesn't know how to call times out. You know, he's proven <laughs> conclusively that he's one of the greatest examples of <laughs> – a, a decorated lieutenant who has not qualified to be a general. But I like that you're, you're, you're putting it on clock management. You must have a pickle with every, every single coach in the NFL. Also, time's out, not timeouts. Time's out, Very, like attorney's yeah, general? Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Kansas City, <laughs> Cincinnati exactly right. is a game this weekend that Justin Tinsley thinks is just a normal game on the schedule. Just run in the mill, you know, eh, you know, scoop of chocolate, scoop of vanilla. <laughs> Rematch of the AFC Championship game. And Joe Burrow has won the last two over Patrick Mahomes. Bob, how will this game be decided? 
I don't know what it is, but I'm taking the over. Here's the thing. Mahomes is the best quarterback in football, but he, there's still a little of Favre left in him trying to do a little too much. I think he's going to make one uh, I got you know, hero play and cost him the game. That That's Spain? what I think. This is definitely going to be a shootout. This is definitely Justin Tinsley going to be the biggest and best game of the week. And I'm going in a shootout for Patrick Mahomes every time. It doesn't matter how much time is left on the clock. If he ends up with the ball in his hands, I'm taking the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Even though the last two losses, even though the last two losses, he had the ball in his hands. Sarah Spain, wire to wire win. 30 seconds of FaceTime. Thank you very much. Uh, hosted my last show for ESPN Radio last night. I started 12 years ago at ESPN 1000. Shout out to Justin Craig for taking a shot at me and hiring me. When I was hired, I was the first woman in 11 years to be on the radio in a regular role at that radio station. Shout out Peggy Kaczynski before me. And now that I leave, I am hoping there are more women allowed to hold those radio roles. Amber Wilson will be taking over my slot uh, as one of the co-hosts, and that makes me feel really good about being able to step away, get my happy hours and my nights back. Please keep putting women on the airwaves. There's still too few. <laughs> That's just great stuff, Sarah. This is how we were introduced to Sarah, of course, uh, as, as radio first and now our, our beloved plasma, too, here. But one thing she said that needs to be uh, proclaimed as loudly as possible, she could not see herself doing radio because there was no Sarah when she was a young woman growing up. See it and be it. See you Monday. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.